Hello my friends, I'm back. Um, I should have said that in a Miss J voice. It's July, it's hot outside and I've got the window open and I hope you're okay with that because I'm sweating everywhere and there's a visual for you which you probably didn't really need today but there it is. Um, today I, well I've had this idea in mind for a while because I get a lot of questions about it when I'm on the road and I thought I'd just ramble at you for a while um, talking about um, travel and sharing some tips for work slash travel ease so if you tend to travel for work or if you're going on holiday perhaps you lucky thing get your life and maybe some of these tips can help you and many of these are things that I've learned through failures on my own work travel experiences so many of you know I tend to work a lot between the UK and Norway so I spend a lot of time at airports and traveling. I also spend a lot of time in hotel rooms and trying to get to hotel rooms and taxis or buses or, you know, you get the drift. And when I travel for work, I tend to have a lot of equipment with me. So I run yoga workshops and retreats. So I tend to have a lot of yoga props, not really props, just strange things like tennis balls and like scarves and straps and ointments and oils and cards and books and coloring things and nice smells and diffusers a diffuser and lots of pants and <laughs> all kinds of things and I also DJ quite a lot and when I'm DJing quite often I'm doing silent discos or I'm taking a lot of equipment over which might include sequins accessories <laughs> for DJing because my alter ego Ethel tends to come along for the ride sometimes sometimes she's feeling super cash but anyway I digress but yeah so when I'm working there tends to be a lot of equipment so some of these are related to packing and luggage and that kind of thing so I'm just going to kind of share what comes off the top of my head and I really hope that there's something here that's useful for you okay I think I've got like heat exhaustion I don't know no maybe I don't have heat exhaustion I think I've just got that lunacy that comes with the heat you know that wouldn't be lunacy would it, it would be like what's the equivalent of the sun I don't know let me know So tips for work travel ease. Let's start with, hmm, let's start with packing. There's some certain non-negotiables that I will take with me, regardless of whether I'm DJing or running yoga related events. And they might include uh, things like essential oils, an eye pillow, headphones, I think that's standard for most people, earplugs as well for sleeping, hashtag hotel life, thermals, I'll always take my thermals with me um, and I tend to bring my own pillowcase, I know that might sound weird but it's kind of one of those little comforts from home which helps me to feel, I don't know, like more relaxed I suppose. 
Also, I sleep on a silk pillowcase, which might sound a little bit bougie. And if you're not sleeping on a silk pillowcase, I would ask you, why ever not? Because <laughs> I think that it's great. It's great for your skin because if you're sleeping on cotton pillowcases, your skin can get quite dehydrated. So the silk helps your skin to retain its moisture. And it's the same with your hair. So especially my natural hair friends out there, get yourself a silk pillowcase if you don't already have one. Let me know. Um, there's also other things that I pack, like as I'm traveling to Norway a lot, if it's pretty expensive. So um, I tend to take all my own food, like as much food as I possibly can. Again, this sounds a little bit bougie as well, but it's not trust. It's just, you know, I like seasoning. Can be a bit hard to get like good seasoned food in Norway. I know I'm going to get hate for that. I don't care. Um, so I take my own food with me and <laughs> I take all my own tea and travel with tea. I mean, that goes without saying, right? Surely good food to travel with tends to be like roasted veg so I've never said veg before in my life like what's going on vegetables I don't think I've even said that so like roasting sweet potatoes for example or squash um like butternut squash or whatever beetroot and they're pretty good to travel with and quinoa as well that travels well so even if you don't have like a hotel refrigerator it can last quite a long time <laughs> compared to things and then when you land or when you get to your destination the main focus is sort of adding greens so like when I get there I'll usually head to a supermarket and just get some salad leaves obviously avocado I've usually stocked up on like travel salt and pepper um, at the airport or you know I've got a stash from home that I'll take with me oh yeah and a lemon as well I tend to always buy a lemon at my destination so then you know you're set do you know what I mean you've got like your own foods going on it's all good anything else that I take with me those tend to be like the minimum things maybe slippers because you know I don't know maybe it's just me like being really anal but sometimes staying in a hotel like the floor you know, you sort of want, I spend a lot of time on floors, right, rolling around on the floor and practicing on the floor and plodding around and doing all kinds of weird stuff with things. And yeah, like sometimes having slippers is nice or like a good thick pair of socks just for, you know, protection. Protection from what? I don't know. And then let's move on to what to wear. So when I'm traveling, I mean, this goes for everyone, right? You want to be as comfortable as possible. So loose, comfortable clothes, layers are a good idea. I have a travel uniform, which is either leggings, depending on if it's winter or not, um, or wide leg trousers. I tend to always wear trousers, like something covering my legs because, you know, it can get cold on planes however hot it is outside well it's not hot like a mile up in the air is it but you know um also I wear trainers as well um rather than sandals I just I don't know I just find that's better when I'm kind of carrying a lot of equipment and not chopping my toes off that's a horrible idea um I always take a cotton scarf whatever time of year it is I find like a big cotton scarf is always useful on a plane I can use it as a hair tie or just to protect my neck also the scarf can double as a bit of a blanket as well which is also helpful and I tend to 
plan what I'm going to wear, like right down to my pants the night before I lay it all out, whatever time of day I'm flying and I just have it there so I know I don't have to think about it, I don't have to worry about it, it's all good. So layers, make it comfortable and make sure you'll be warm enough. So moving on from packing and thinking about how you pack, so packing for ease at the airport, obviously get your liquids ready. I tend to have my clear toiletry bags with me anyway, like I've got them at home, so that I can just be ready, like I'll pack all that stuff so that I don't have to faff around in the hall and sort of try and find some elbow room to like find my toiletry bag and then put things in and take things out and you know I just I can't be doing with that I just like to be ready to go so I can just cruise through and get through the most stressful part of the airport as quickly as possible so packing liquids getting them ready I like to pack my reading material I've always got my morning pages my bullet journal and headphones handy syncing playlists and podcasts and screenshotting flight details hotel if you're unsure where it is useful phone numbers can be helpful at this point obviously I'm packing food so food for the plane food for check-in so if there's any particular dietary requirements just taking care of them I'll pack my vitamins and fluids so like I'm usually taking liquid iron which gets a little bit messy so my tip is to carry it on the plane get some of those little travel bottles screw top ones are more useful I think personally rather than the flip ones do you know what I'm talking about I don't know but um <laughs> yeah having vitamins ready I tend to carry them on the plane medication too I also take CBD oil on the plane depending where I'm flying and if it's legal or illegal it's illegal in Norway FYI skincare as well hydration is key when I'm flying I've always got some kind of moisturizer like that I can use on my face and my hands and my elbows and my lips and whatever I need for the plane hydration babes and usually the night before as well I should have said this but I tend to use like um, a face mask that's got some kind of pollutant protectiveness to it so that I can be as moisturized as possible before I step foot on the plane whether or not it's a short flight or not the air is so drying on the plane and I find I'm always get such sore skin and also when I change water so when I'm in Norway the water there it's great and pure and lovely to drink but it feels so harsh on my skin so when I shower in Norway I really feel like wash my face my skin just I don't know it just does something bad to my skin it just feels really tight and sore so yeah like skincare hydration all that stuff I tend to take on the plane so I decanter it into little travel packs so at the airport probably going to use the toilet at some point whether it's just you know washing your hands or other stuff and one of the reasons that I carry my essential oils on me is for these emergency situations so often airport toilets smell bad and I don't know why maybe there's some nervous people floating around there's a lot of energy a lot of kind of changeovers of 
people using those cubicles. Um, so having an essential oil or something like it on you can be really helpful. My trick is definitely take some peppermint and you can always put a little drop in the toilet. If you're using the Gatwick Airport ground level toilets, like the part, the toilets near where you check in, they tend to have their own little dryer within the toilet. So my trick is to put a drop of peppermint essential oil on your hand or whatever oil you fancy. As long as it's obviously diluted, don't put the pure stuff on there. And then stick your hands under the dryer and then the smell will just permeate your cubicle and be glorious. You'll be bathed in peppermint and those rancid other smells will disperse. So there's my tip for you. And the same goes for when you're on a plane and, you know, if things are smelling funky, <laughs> which they can do, you know, you're in a capsule and it's like condensed recycled air. And sometimes people bring like egg sandwiches and stuff on and it's just unpleasant. So you can do the same thing there. I also travel with like an essential oil roller. So that's also quite helpful. So I put that on and that can help just in the moment to give you some aromatherapy also just like a natural perfume as well I tend to have a roll-on organic perfume that I can just use and it's not too strong it's not as strong as an essential oil so that can help in the moment just to kind of <laughs> perfume your space with nice stuff And so finally, when you get to your destination, landing on the other side is so vital for me if I've been up in the air. I'm a Vata constitution in Ayurveda. If you're unsure about Ayurveda, I've done an episode before about spring wellness and autumn wellness. So head to the show notes and I'll put some links in there for you. But as a Vata, it means that my constitution is air dominant which means I can be kind of up in the clouds and a bit unsettled if I'm out of balance so going up into the air tends to exacerbate that feeling and that sensation of being a little bit out of sorts so it's really important for me to get grounded when I'm feeling out of balance so landing at my travel destination is essential so I always try to get out for a walk at some point after landing so as I mentioned earlier it's not always possible especially if I've got to be somewhere and do a sound check or do a venue setup or whatever but I will try and just touch the ground walk on the ground as much as I can and also just get to kind of see a little bit of the place even if it's like five or ten minutes that feels really important to me because sometimes in the past I've been that person where all I've seen is the airport the airport bus the hotel the venue back to the hotel and then back to the airport and it's not a way to live so for me that helps me to have some sort of connection to the space that I'm at and if I'm going out for a walk I'll combine that usually with getting those essential supplies so adding to the food that I've brought with me so getting my salad getting my avocado and it's also nice to go to a supermarket that tends to be one of my little rituals when I'm traveling I know it's really sad but I love food so <laughs> going to some kind of supermarket wherever I go gives me a real feel of a place it shows me what kind of things people are eating where I'm visiting and what kind of produce is available what's in season there and yeah I just like the vibes of supermarkets that's just my bag I don't know am I alone I don't think I'm alone 
Um, and then I'll tend to go back and hibernate for the evening if I'm not DJing, because usually I'll have an early start if I'm doing a yoga event. But if I am DJing, that's when I will do my snooze. So usually at the moment, I tend to be doing quite late night DJ sets, which is fine. But you know, I'm 38 now. Am I 38? I don't know. But you know, I'm in my late 30s. And I can't do these all-nighters the way that I used to. And (laughs) often when I'm DJing, I'll be DJing till around 4am and I'll tend to have a morning flight. So I'll probably need to be leaving for the airport around 6am, which means, you know, not a lot of sleep, which means that it's essential that I get a snooze in before I go to work. So that's where my eye pillow comes in handy that's where my kind of creature comforts my pillowcase my essential oils all of those little things my pajamas or thermals I'll wrap myself up probably have a practice of some sort and then get my snooze on and if I can't sleep that's when I'll turn to an audio meditation for example or a yoga nidra just to help me with some sleep so that's about it I would love to know what you pack for trips Are you travelling for pleasure or are you travelling for work? What are your non-negotiables when you're travelling? I would love to know. So do get in touch. You can head to ifeelforyoupodcast.com where all the show notes will be or you can head to dion.space forward slash podcast. You can leave me a comment underneath the show notes or drop me an email, ifeelforyoupodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening.